recording started and here we go I'm gonna hit that make sure that shows up on there we have two oh okay yeah and going live and and we're live here on Facebook like to welcome those listening in podcast land. And also like to welcome my buddy Rich. Rich, how are you doing this fine evening? Doing good, Mike. So, uh, yeah, doing good. A little bit of um, relaxing after a long day of uh, between work and then being down in uh, uh, Brimfield. Um, been a to long... see our first fall fall baseball game of the year. Uh, it... It has been a long week for us. Yeah? Yeah. Like, the work has been crazy, so. So, yeah, (laughs) are are the kids back in school yet? Um, Kids start on Wednesday. Okay. Um, Well, high school starts on Wednesday. Uh, Middle and elementary start on Thursday. And it's just... Yeah. So, any other projects? So, are there are there some projects that are going to go up to the wire of getting completed by then? Or is oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everything online to now nah, to, to be ready for Wednesday. I mean, we'll be ready, but I might have to spend Monday night or Tuesday night at the school. Ouch. It it might happen. Okay. All right, but at least now, but let let's put that aside. For both of us, yeah. Put 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 that aside and just have some fun. Hey, uh, the good sports. the good news is is in two weeks, uh, it'll it'll slow down a bit, and uh, I'm going to a NASCAR race in just about just under a month. Cool. So cool, cool. I'm going to the Kansas race. Very nice. So, okay. Well, as we do, we have a show for you about sports, as we do. Um, and with that, this week we're going to talk about. The Bears, and how Rich thinks he can improve college football. What else yeah, we got, Rich? Probably uh, we got to talk the Chicago Cubs and NASCAR. But Mike, all that and more. But what do we got to do first, sir? We got to roll the intro. Casting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. Okay, before we get started into the sports world, we got to talk about our poll question, which is almost sports related, as we are doing our Stadium song, jock jam kind of music that just general music that you might hear at a stadium uh, tournament. So, uh, yeah. Rich, it is Don't Stop Believing versus Welcome to the Jungle. Where did um, you vote, Rich? Mike, I went with Welcome to the Jungle. That surprises me a little bit. I, I, lo- I just really love it when you, when you hear teams use that song as they're running out onto the field um a lot of teams that have mascots that are 
native to the jungle t- tend to use this. So kind of yeah. like your your Cincinnati Bengals, your LSU Tigers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, j- just the name of you. So, but really, I, I, Rich, I like it. Rich, when you hear just a small town girl living in a lonely world, you know you want to see at the top of your lungs. What, yep, she, uh, what uh, she's uh, going to do, Rich, what's she going to do? She's going to take that midnight train. That's why Going I voted. Anywhere. Okay. That's why I voted for Don't Stop Believing. And, All uh, right, Mike. And where did the poll results man, take us this week? We had a great turnout this week. We want to thank all of the people that voted. Uh, we'll start with Kayla Nielsen, Doug Vanderwalt, Josh Hendricks, Adam Heath, Mike Sable, Michael Sable, you, Mikey O'Roderer, and Mark Stewart, with eight votes for Welcome to the Jungle. Me, my Aunt Debbie, my Mother Sue, my wife, and my sister, with five votes. For don't stop believing. Everybody related to me agreed. <laughs> and we are right. But we'll let uh we'll let the fans pick by the way, you're the people that voted like your your brother was one of the votes on your side, but mm-hmm. everybody that I'm related to agrees with me. It's a little weird. It's I do lo- right, so. but but I do love Welcome to the Jungle. You know I do, so yeah. All right. So, uh, welcome to the jungle. We'll we'll uh, move on uh, to the next round. So this week, we're gonna go with Sweet Caroline, and na 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 na. Hey hey, kiss him goodbye. I don't think this one's gonna be that close. We'll see. I don't think it is. Do you? I I I don't know. Na 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 na. Hey hey, kiss him goodbye. It's a good it's song. Been like the Cinderella, the Cinderella of our little. It really has been. Is it just keeps on winning and, in our opinion, pulling off upsets? It really has. So I almost had to put it up against our, up against a song that's just blown away everybody. That's blown away the the song that it's this gone one, up against. This one matters, Let's folks. See what happens? This Let's one happens. matters. If you don't vote on this, you're you're missing out. Like this is important. We could lose Neil Diamond's Sweet Caroline in the Rich. We this can't happen. We need we need the votes. Like this is our number one seat. I think out of based on how voting has gone, this is our number one seed versus probably our number sixteen seed. Thirty two, actually. I think it's probably a thirty two at best. Yep, so I'll try and get that live. Um, <coughs> uh, depending on what time we we wrap up the show and go off air, I uh, might get that uh, up tonight, if not tomorrow morning. So watch for that. Yeah. Mike, where can they find the polls? You can find it on Facebook.com slash fans of Balls and Sticks or Balls and Sticks or whatever Rich's handle is. You can find it. If you're friends with Rich, he'll have it on his page. If you're friends with me, I'll share it on my page. You gotta get out here, folks. Get out the vote. This this is probably the biggest vote of this year. Maybe not next year. 
But ne- this year, this is the biggest vote this year anywhere. It's, it's important. Okay, Rich. All right, Mike. Now we got to talk about the Chicago Cubs getting yeah. into the uh, the start of our show. So, Mike, they had two against the Blue Jays, two against the White Sox, and one against the Royals from show to show. Um, we did not account for today's game in our yeah. in our uh, pick 'em from show to show because we we were thinking that we would have had our show recorded before yep. uh, this afternoon's game, but uh, yeah. it, uh, things got in the way, and uh, we're now we're on the air at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> we thought we were going to record yesterday. That's what happened. Yeah, and we missed it, so we did we didn't look at our schedules correctly, and because of that, we're recording on a saturday and uh yeah with that uh rich the cubs went two and three this week yeah i I, you know i wasn't expecting it to to be honest Um, yeah i wasn't either i i mean it was a close game against the royals which they lost um but they got blown out by the by the white Sox in that first game uh in wrigley i wasn't um that was the one that, that, that surprised me even more was to get to lose that big to the White Sox. But at the same time, those type of those types of victories or losses happen when you're when you're playing a, a rival, even if it's a a crosstown rival. Yeah. It's about ready to say like a kind of major league baseball kind of manufacturing trying to turn it into a rivalry, but it really No, is. it really is. This is it really is. Like this is one of those that Chicago fans really do take it seriously, and I think the I, I honestly think that the the players take it seriously. They it's really one of those big rivalries that I mean, are we as violent? Like, is it as bad as uh, what's it, as as uh, like soccer fans or hockey fans when it comes to our rivalry? Where we'll punch each other. No, we live in the same. They, everybody lives relatively close to the same city, and we still love each other. But uh, we make fun of each other, and uh, I mean, you know, a White Sox fan would probably shank you for being a Cubs fan, because that's what White Sox fans do. Well, yeah, but um, we got we so we split with the Jays, split with the White Sox. And uh, we dropped the series opener uh, against the Royals, although we did beat them uh, today. uh, But that was not included in our week-to-week predictions. As I said, they win four games. Mike, you went with an undefeated week of trying to go in with five wins. Yeah. All right, Mike, so looking ahead to this week, uh, they got the Sunday finale against the Royals. They're going to go to Detroit for three games. And then continue going east as and so they're going to go into Pittsburgh uh, for two games from show to show. As more than likely, that Friday night game in Pittsburgh should be over by the time we go on air if we do a Friday <coughs> uh, night show. Yeah. So, Mike, how many wins are you going to give them? I'm going to go with three. I'm, I'm not feeling it this week. Um yeah, we're facing the bottom of the barrel, but man, if the Cubs aren't the epitome of we play to our opponent's skill level, I don't know what is. Yeah, I, I think that they can 
get back on track and win these games that they should be winning. Um, so I'm going to give them four. Okay. And, and obviously, I think they really do need to win these games. Um, so uh, let's just looking at the, where the Cubs are at in the standings, let me bring those up real quick. Uh, so currently, they are in a tie for the final wild card spot with Miami and Cincinnati, and they are three games in back, three games back in the division. Yeah, yeah, we need something to happen here. They need some wins. I think they have an easier schedule. The Brewers are playing uh, the Rangers this weekend. They got a victory tonight, I think, against the Rangers. But um, and I think Cincinnati. Not sure if Cincinnati's playing. Um, Excuse me. During the same week, but you got to take care. You got to take care of yourself, not and not depend on uh, other teams to help you out. Yeah. Ugh. Man, we're doing this way too. This show is late. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. This is the problem with uh, with it. Like, if you if we don't win games, we're never we're. Winning games is the only thing we need to do, and you got to win them to, you got to play to win, and you got to win to to be in the dance. I mean, it, that's a basic, but they're not taking care of the basics right now, and I, I'm gonna have a hard time seeing them win the big win enough to make it at this point. Hmm. All right, that's fair. I mean, but the the one thing that we will have going for us is that we will end this end the year playing the Brewers. So that could make a difference if we're close at yeah. the end of the year to where those games could make a big difference and propel us into the into the conversation for the division title because we have some head-to-head matchups against the Brewers, that could be what makes the difference and tips the scale. Yep. So I think we get to play. We have six games against the Brewers um, between before the season's open, and I know the last series of the year is in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, and you know, Cub fans will show up there. Oh yeah, or you'll or they'll be where that or or at the same or you'll have uh, mm-hmm. the Brewers putting out information. Of don't don't sell. We can't let the the Cubs keep Milwaukee. Keep uh, keep keep the Cub fans out of uh, American Family Field. Yeah, keep the keep Miller Field, uh, Wisconsin again. Yep. Uh, so we'll take a full look at the standings to see how our predictions are doing. Now, Rich, Rich, I'm going to uh, rewind thanks. on this on that part of Go the conversation. Ahead. How many times have you and I bought tickets for one of those games? We've done it. We've been to games where. When we get there, they're like, yeah, these are supposed, it's supposed to be a no Cubs, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, we bought tickets. Like, people don't care. And especially with modern day, the way that you have to sell over the, like, over the, over the internet, you can't say, oh, are you a Cubs fan? Or no Cubs fan. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just buy the tickets well, anyway. Exactly. You can't. The way that modern ticket sales work, it's not. You can go online and you can't restrict just by the zip code. Up, up. Nope. I see that you have a zip code. 
outside of a outside of the certain radius of Milwaukee, we can't yeah. sell you these tickets. I don't get it. So I don't know. I don't think that's gonna work. I don't. I don't understand how teams do that. By the way, why would why should a team need to do that? Chicago's never had to do that. You may have one or two, like. The biggest games that you see car- is Cardinal fans. And it's probably a 60-40 split. Maybe, maybe 45-55 split when the, when the Cardinals come to town. But outside of that, you don't... I mean, if, when the Brewers come down, you don't see... You don't have a problem saying, oh... We can't have more Brewers fans than Cubs fans because the Cubs fans show up. Yep. Win or lose, Wrigley Field sells out. <clears throat> you can't have, like, I don't know. I, I don't understand. Like, again, it's something that because you and I have been Cubs fans our whole lives, it's hard to understand that mentality that you have to keep a, a, a fan base out when we go to, when we go, we have trouble buying tickets even as fans of the, of the team. The best way to see a Cubs game is to go to another stadium because it's cheaper. I looked at tickets right behind home plate, right behind home plate in Minneapolis uh, earlier this season. How much do you think those tickets were? Cubs, Cubs twins. I'm going to go 120. Yeah, right about there. Okay. What does 120 get you at Wrigley? 120 at Wrigley. They have a tier system depending on who, when the game is being played and who's playing. But Let's I got a feeling that for 120, um, you might be able to get in the upper upper 100s. Yeah. Yeah, you might be able to get into the – to the if, you, if you're buying the, on the, StubHub – you might be able to find somebody selling tickets lower at a lower price, and you might end up, you know, closer to the field. But that's about it. Like you, but you're still going to be out in the outfield at best. Mm-hmm. Actually, your best ticket for 120 is going to be less than that, and you're going to pay. You're going to buy uh, bleacher seats, and you're going to have to show up five hours or, or five or six hours before the game so you can get a good seat. That's that's the best way to do it. Tell me I'm wrong. Yep. Or eighty six bucks and get all you can eat and go sit at the and have indoor seating if you want. Thank you, rooftop bars. Oh, those rooftop games are a little bit more than eighty six bucks. But... What? I've seen them as low as eighty six. Oh. Okay. On on the website. So. Okay. Um, let's move on. Anything else baseball related? Um, not really. Standings check-in. We're going to take a look at how our preseason predictions are doing uh, over Labor Day weekend. Yep. Um, Labor Day weekend. Um, I guess some disappointing news coming out of Tampa Bay. Uh, Wander Franco has been put on the restricted list. Um... And the report is that he's being investigated by the Dominican Republic for having inappropriate um, 
inappropriate reaction interactions with an under with a minor. Oh, yeah. Wonder Franco. Yeah. We thought you were better than this, but apparently you're not. Uh, yeah. I, if it if it turns out to be true, go rot it. Go rot in jail. Bye. See ya. I don't care how good of a baseball player you are. Go rot in jail. Yeah, the, the, from what I've read, it might be a, a 14-year-old girl. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll leave. I'll leave it at just go rot in jail. I have some, yeah. I have some opinions on things like that, and it involves chemicals and causing someone not to be able to do certain things for the rest of their lives. Yeah. But yeah, so he's away from the Tam- he's away from uh, Tampa Bay uh, during the investigation. Uh, well, since it's an ongoing investigation, both on Major League Baseball side and with the uh, Dominican Republic uh, government. Yeah, nope, done. Involved as well. Once, All right, Mike, are once, you ready to make some left-hand turns? I am, and after that, Rich? Uh, it's probably going to be another left-hand turn, but there could be some rights as well. There are rights uh, as well. Because we are heading to the NASCAR Corner, presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated in Moline, Illinois. Check them out for all your sports memorabilia needs in person on 5th Avenue in Moline or on their eBay store. Once again, that is Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated. Okay, Rich, how'd they do last week at the Indy Road Course? All right, it was the Verizon 200 at the Indy Road Course. Michael McDowell was your race winner. Uh, my pick of AJ Allmendinger had a rough day out on the road course as he finished 26. And Mike, your pick of Shane Van Ginsbergen came in 10th. Yeah, his average spot is 5th. Mm-hmm. 5.5 technically, but yeah. Yeah, so Mike, you've closed the gap to be 16 to 13 going into... Uh, the go bowling at the Glen. If so I we're going to be on a second road course. If my pick this week or next week wins, and I just beat you next week, or one of the two weeks, we tie. Yes, we do. So, uh, Rich, with my pick, I'm going to pick Chase. Elliot. Oh, that is a good pick. The, the Glenn offers <laughs> gives him his best chance to win and get into the playoffs. And I believe he's he is in the thirteenth, thirteenth or fifteenth position. Um, this for uh, for Sunday's race. Yep. Um, and Mike, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I, I'm tempted to go with Ross Chastain. I'm wearing the number one hat today. Uh, but I'm going to go with his teammate, Daniel Suarez. Suarez looked pretty good on the Indy Road course, uh, finishing third. And he's done pretty well on uh, at the Glen as well. So I'm going to go with Daniel Suarez. I got my double ones, my 11 for Denny Hamlin. Let's go, Denny. Um, okay. Rich, anything else before? Oh, did you see what came out of NASCAR in the... Uh, the negative side of things. I did not. What, what was that, Mike? Um, so there were three truck drivers that are 
Um, there are three truck drivers that have been suspended. Two for DUIs and one for... I forget what the third one was for. NASCAR truck series drivers or yep. like truck haulers? Uh, truck series. Oh, okay. So DUIs... That does make sense, though, that you would want to suspend them from auto racing if they can't drive outside the track as well. Oh, the third one is for uh, he the the driver was arrested for not registering as a sex offender. Oh, yeah. I did not see that. Okay, yeah, that's that's where we sit. All right, and uh, did you see that uh, Shane Van Vigen, Shane Van Ginsbergen got a release from his supercar commitment? So Let's there's go a NASCAR. greater chance that he will be able to come over to the Cup Series. Yep. In some capacity next year. Let's let's do it. I got my new driver. So, okay, Rich. You want to take us out? I sure can. So that was the NASCAR Corner presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Fifth Avenue in Moline, or you can find them on eBay. Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated for all your sports cards and sports memorabilia. All right, Mike, so it's time to go on to the gridiron. And this week we're going to be talking the Chicago Bears. We're going to go Bear week to week down. to give you if they're going to win or lose. But before we get into that, what what have you either by either seeing seen preseason action or reading, hearing what other people are saying about coming out of practices, what do you like and what do you not like? And I think what do you this... think they're going to need to do yeah. to get these wins and losses that we're going to go through? Um, I think they're, they're, they're talent-wise – greatly improved i think there's tons of upside this year for them um i don't think that they are a full i I think they're a competitive team i don't think they're a full they're they're a playoff team i don't think they're a full playoff team however i think they might make the playoffs i think they have Mm. a decent chance of making the playoffs but i think they i don't think this will be a legitimate playoff run for them mostly because you know half the teams in the nfl make the playoffs anyway um and i think this team i think the the bears are a team that totally have the talent and abilities to um to do it (coughs) with that being said um they're my my biggest prediction for the bears this season they are going to be the second in the division Tied for second, but take second based on a tiebreaker. We'll get into that okay. in just a minute. I, all right. I think they're going to be a third. I think they're going to be a, uh, a third place team in that division. Okay. Um, but we'll get into where close the to a tie though, right? Like, fall. I, I think we'll get into the that that's our uh, September eighth. Uh, no, our next week's topic yep. going into division leaders, and we'll probably go 
the entire North Division where we think those four teams will finish. Yep. Um, not just give you the winner. And so I think they're going to probably be third, third in, third in division. The one thing that's kind of concerning to me is that I'm kind of concerned with their pass rush. They signed okay. mostly inside. They signed a lot of linebackers to shore up the, the <clears throat> linebacker defense, but the mm. linebacking side of the defense. But I, I've never really thought of Tremont Edwins and I don't remember the other linebacker they signed. Edmonds and TJ Edwards being yeah. really pass rushers. Nope. So, but I mean, they, I, I did like that they signed uh, Yannick Ngapwe, a pass rusher who played for uh, Baltimore, Baltimore last year, but and has also been in the Matt Eberfuse system when he was with the Colts. But I, I just don't know how if that's going to be as big of a difference maker as um, as there needs to be. So okay, I think the pass rush for me is what concerns me the most. Rich, let's get into the week-to-week. Then we'll go into the over-under. And finally, we'll, give our, we'll, we'll let you give your final prediction. I've already given my final prediction for the year. We'll let you give a final prediction of the year for the Bears. Okay. Week one, we have the biggest rivalry in football, Bears-Packers. Who do you got? I'm giving them a win. This game's in Chicago. I I don't know if they, while Jordan Love has been in the building and has experience in LaFleur's offense, um, I, I, I like there's the a, Bears in this game better. There's a, a difference lot, a than more. there's a big difference from holding a clipboard to holding the football. Like that's to me, and I, I totally agree. It's a win. Um, Jordan Love's been holding the football for years. You, you're not going to win a game by holding footballs. You got to win by or holding clipboards. You win games by throwing footballs. So. All right, Mike, next week, uh, week number two, they go to Tampa Bay to take on the Tom Brady-less Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The no longer Tampa Bay? Yeah, no longer Tampa Bay. Oh, well, that's got to be a win for the Bears, right? I don't know, Baker's dozens, if Baker Mayfield wins the... yeah. When's the starting QB job? Yeah, they don't know. They, we're what? We're what? Three, two weeks out, three weeks out, and we still mm-hmm. don't know who's going to be their quarter, their head quarter, or their their starting quarterback. No, it's either going to be him or a guy that's been holding the clipboard behind Brady for two years. Rookie, what amounts to a rookie quarterback in Kyle Trask from the University of Florida. We we genuinely don't know. I, yeah, you're not going to have a. You're not going to have a win in week two if you don't know who your quarterback is uh, this this late in the preseason. So, uh, yeah, you're gonna, you're still going to be working on some stuff. Week three, the Chiefs, the Bears head to Kansas City for the Chiefs. I got this as a loss, Rich. Is there any way they can win it? Um, Patrick Mahomes gets injured in weeks one or two. Okay. That's it. So I'm giving him a loss. Yep. I don't see Patrick Mahomes. Yep. He's, he's a pretty tough guy. Um, All right, Mike. Week number four, the Sean Payton, Sean Payton's Denver Broncos come into Chicago. I don't think the, the Denver Broncos are going to be ready to go and up to par 
with what Sean Payton can do, I think it's going to be a win. I have this as a win, but I might change it to a loss, depending on how Denver's first four weeks first go. Three week, yeah, first, first three weeks yeah. go. Because, I mean, um, <clears throat> I haven't really been totally seeing or hearing much, of, hearing much about what Denver's doing how they're doing in the preseason with Wilson, with Wilson getting ready in the offense. But this is like one of those um, pick em games for me where I'm not sure. I'm going to give them the win right now, but this is one game where I'm going to have to look at and see how, how this one could be one that I flip once we get to that week. Yep. Mike, where are they going next? Uh, then the Bears are... Uh... The Bears then travel out to uh, Maryland to play the Commanders. This one I'm giving a win. I agree. Uh, the Commanders still have to prove something to me, and I haven't seen anything yet. Now, yeah. if again, I, I like the head coach they ha- have. I like Ron Rivera. I think he has the ability to be the guy to lead teams, lead not great teams, to be good teams. Um, I think a lot of what we saw with uh, with Cam Newton was a lot of Ron Rivera's coaching. Hmm. And I think without with those two not together, I think that's a lot of the reason why you, you're seeing some issues with him. So uh, I think Ron Rivera is a great head coach, has the potential, and hopefully... Has the deal been signed yet? I, I don't. I haven't seen that it has. He is a lame duck coach right now. No, he does no, not have a contract. No, 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 The sale, the sale has been, the sale has been finalized. It has. Yeah. Okay. So maybe with the new ownership, this this is the hard part. With new ownership, are they going to want to keep your the head coach, or are they going to want to start fresh with who they think is going to be the best picks? So. Man, um, I'm I gotta go with a win on this one though. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm giving this one a win. Um, commanders do play good defense, but the the their quarterback play is what kind of concerns me. They're yeah. they're believing in Sam Howell, and if Sam Howell doesn't isn't fully grasping the enemy's offense or their or their offense that he's wanting to put into place just isn't clicking yet whether it's him under center or Jacoby Brissett, Justin Fields is better than either of those quarterbacks. So I think I'm I'm confident with this one being a win. Okay. Week six, where are we going, Rich? What's it, what's happening? Mike, the Vikings come into (laughs) Chicago to take on the bears. Mm, This is going to be a big loss for us. It'll be a rough one. I think I don't know about a rough loss, but I'm giving this a loss too. I think the Vikings play better earlier on in the season than they do in the back half. So I'm going to give this one a loss. Okay. Um, then the Raiders come to town. I this The reason I say this is a big loss is because I think we now have two losses in a row as the Raiders come to town, and this is where things start to hurt. I don't think the Raiders. I, I think we that we can beat the Raiders. Okay. Right now, we we don't. They're one of their best offensive players, Josh Jacobs, at the running back position. He's in a contract dispute with the Raiders because he doesn't want to sign and report and play underneath the franchise tag. 
Okay. Also, you got Jimmy Garoppolo. The guy, that guy just can't stay healthy. And if Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt leading up into this game, they don't have their backup quarterback is Blaine Brian Hoyer. Yeah. Okay. Brian Hoyer is probably only on that team because Josh McDaniels is the coach. <laughs> yeah, but he knows Josh McDaniels. And he's worked with Josh McDaniels for years. So either way, I think the Raiders the Raiders pull it off. Bears Bears lose two in a row. Okay. Rich, what happens next? Well, next they gotta fly out to SoFi Stadium to take on the LA Chargers. Yeah, I think this is again, I told you this is gonna they're, they're gonna have some big losses in a row. Or that that loss with the Vikings is going to be huge, and I think it's it's a three game skid so far, Rich. Um, I'm giving them a loss here. No matter, even if this game was in Chicago, the Colt, uh, the Chargers are, would win this game. Yep. Um, I really like what the char- how the Chargers are looking this year, bringing in uh, Kellen Moore to have more of an aggressive style on offense. Yeah. And Justin Herbert's going to continue to get better. Yep. That's what Justin Herbert needs. Um, All right, Mike. Next, with the, after uh, being out in LA against the Chargers, they're <coughs> going to go out to New Orleans. They're going to go down to the Big Easy to take on the Saints at the Superdome. I think the Bears can pull this one off. I don't like what Saint. What what does the Saints have to offer this year? I think there's some continuity. There's some continuity still. In the okay. building with uh, keeping a lot of Sean Payton's offensive. Well, they, they kept a lot of his staff intact with okay. Dennis Allen taking over as the head coach, being elevated from defensive coordinator and keeping uh, Pete Carmichael, who was the longtime offensive coordinator under Sean Payton, even if he wasn't the play caller with Payton in town. Yeah. Um, so I gave this one a loss, and mostly because it's in New Orleans. So okay. the Saints play better in the dome. They do. Uh, they do. And I, I they I feel like they owe Derek, New Orleans something. Derek Carr never gets, gets kind of gets um, it kind of gets forgotten about. Yeah. As a as a quarterback, he's not a, by all means he's not an elite quarterback, but nope. he's not the worst quarterback in the league either. Yep. So I give this one a loss, Mike. What happens? Where are they going next? Next, the Panthers come home to Chicago as we see the Bears, I think, get a win in Week 10. They need to win this game. And it's not just because this impacts where their draft pick could come from, come from the Panthers. Yep. So I want to see them win this game. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think he can. This okay. could be, you know, Bryce Young's probably going to be under center by now, if he if he's not named the number one starter by the time uh, week this, one rolls around. Yeah. So it'll be time to see whether the kid can, uh, if another uh, skinny, maybe, maybe not skinny, but uh, not a prototype, not a prototypical built pro quarterback from Alabama can stand up to the NFL rigors. Yeah. Next, the Bears go up to De- Detroit and beat the Lions. I think. Like I have this, 
Okay. I have this one as a loss uh, because it's the because the, the Lions are going to be at home. Here's and uh, here's some things Jared, to think Jared about. Jared Goff plays better in the dome. In the dome. Here's things to think about. Okay. This is a this is a not this is a equally rated trap game. Okay. This is four days before the Lions have to play on uh, Easter or on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the biggest game of the year for the Lions. Always is. I think this is going to be a pseudo trap game where the Lions and Bears are going to trip over themselves. Like the the Lions are going to trip over themselves. The Bears have seven full days after this game. They play Monday night. The Lions play four days later on Thursday night. I think this is going to be the Bears game to win. Okay. All right, after that, Mike, the Bears go to Minnesota. Yeah. To take on the Vikings. Yeah, that's going to be an exciting game. Um, I think it's going to be a loss, though. And he... I just I think the Vikings are going to have momentum coming into this game, and that's going to help them win. All right, I'm going to go with a. I'm going with a win, and here's why, Mike. So, Mike, um, when's this game being played? It's Monday a, night. How's Kirk Cousins oh. do on uh, primetime football? I, yeah, there's there's you you're you're picking on on PM Kirk. I am. Prime time, Kurt, going to show up is what you're saying. Yeah, so I think the Bears can get a win against the Vikings. And the Vikings, I don't think, historically, looking back at their previous records, they just don't play as well down the stretch. And you know what? On the second half of the season. A part of me hopes they win, they, that, the Bears, or that the Bears win that game. I would like to see it. Um, but, man, I think, I think the, the Vikings are going to be – I think something's going to be different. I think the biggest difference is going to be Green Bay is not going to be competitive this year. And with them not being competitive, I think that's what's going to provide the, the, the Vikings with enough extra boost that they're going to just feel like they can, they can roll through it. And I think that's going to be where they win, they win that game. Uh, week 13, the Bears get the bye. We get to breathe. Relax. Then we move into week 14. Rich, what happens during week 14? Uh, the Detroit Lions come into Chicago. Yeah, I have this as another win. All right. And this is where my predictions, where I can finish stating what my prediction was. Do you want me to do it now or do you want me to do it at the end of this? We'll do it at the end, Mike. Okay. Um, I'm going to have this. I've got this one as a loss. Okay. Okay. Right now. Although I think if it's cold weather, if if it's gonna if it's gonna be cold by the time that by the time the the calendar turns to uh, this will be December by now, won't it? Uh, it'll be early December. Yeah, it'll be the yeah. If it depending on what the temperature, but depending on what the weather is gonna be like, and um, yeah, and how well the running game is doing for Detroit. I might flip this one to a win once we roll around to that. Actually, week. it's going to be this. It's going to be December tenth. Mm. 
Okay, I'm going to go with a win. I'm going to go with a win right now on this one. Wow. Jared Goff. Okay. Jared, Goff de, Jared Goff does, just does not play well in the cold weather, being a kid from Cali, being a California kid. Okay. Um, yeah, <coughs> going with a win. Okay. Um, week number 15, the Bears play the Browns in Cleveland. And Cleveland rocks. Yeah, I'm going to go with a loss against uh, Deshaun Watson and the Browns Yep. as well because I think they could be fighting for a playoff a playoff spot in that yep. tough uh, yep. AFC North division. 100%. All right, ne- next, the Cardinals okay. come into Chicago to take on the Bears. So, Kyler Murray is playing for his life this year. He's going to pull out all the stops. Uh, maybe he'll put down the video gaming controller and actually, you know, play football. So I'm going to take this as a loss. I'm going to take this as a win because whether Kyler Murray is on the field or not, um, Colt, the weather will play. A, the weather is why I'm giving him the win on this one. And and also, I mean, the Falcon, the uh, the Cardinals, they even though. They have the Texans pick this year. I think their team is going to be bad enough that they're also their pick, their own pick could be a top three pick. So I could see them playing to yeah. a bad season. So they have that op. So they have that option to say they're going to eat the contract of they're they're going to eat uh, Kyler Murray's contract and start over with a rookie quarterback since this year's class is supposed to be really good. Yeah, no, I think that's probably a good, good. I think you're right, but I need them to, I need them to win it. And I just dropped off. Uh, apparently, my internet went, but just died. Everybody, um, I apologize. And Rich, you're back. I am. Okay. Um, yeah, I was just apologizing because the internet mm-hmm. went down, and um, so. From here on out, we're not going to be on the live stream. Oh, wait. Now we are. Okay, we're back. Okay, sorry about that, folks. Um, My internet just randomly went down. It's been a week. Okay, I'm going to take a pause here because this happened. So last night, uh, three or four times, the power just flickered. Just went off for about a second, came back on. Didn't really affect anything. Just, you know, power cycled everything once, twice. Three times, four times, right as I'm getting ready to uh, um, uh, right as I'm getting ready to uh, finish out the or right as I'm watching YouTube videos and stuff. And then uh, today we I didn't tell you this at the beginning of the show, but we're currently under a boil order and we're not expected to be lifted until Monday. And then now the internet flickers. This is, yeah, it's just been a week. All okay. Right, so let's keep the show rolling, getting back on track. Uh, the next week, Mike, the Atlanta Falcons, the Dirty Birds, yeah. come into Chicago. And I think the Bears, I, I think Bears eat the Dirty Birds. going to be a tasty meal. Let's go with the Bears for a win. Well, Mike, I f- I'm giving them a loss in this one. Okay. 
I, I don't. Okay. I, I still don't know if Desmond Ritter is. Oh, is that why you? Is that? Is that why? Okay, I see it now. I don't think that. Uh, I don't know if Desmond Ritter is a franchise type quarterback you'd want to hitch your wagons to and uh, and give a uh, long term extension to, but with Atlanta's offense of running the football first, that's going to play into their that's going to be a good offense to have this that late in the year outdoors in Chicago and they have two really good running backs in B. John Robinson and Travis uh, Algrier so I think the Falcons who could also be fighting for that division crown uh, division crown as a play as a playoff team will come in and get a win against the Bears so I'm going to give it a loss <coughs> okay and finally Mike Last week of the season. Yep. Bears, Packers in Green Bay. We open the season and close the season with the Packers. That's actually, I like it. I think that's great. I actually would prefer it be a different team, mostly because it would make, I think I could go to games in Minneapolis a lot easier if if they closed the game there because then, the last game of the season being in Minneapolis, tickets are going to be cheaper for probably cheaper no matter what. But it's whatever. Um, this game is yet to be determined the time. I'm going to guess that it's probably going to end up being a, uh, a slightly more... Um, I could see this being a primetime game. But I also could see it being a noon game. And I think that the Bears will have locked in their position as whether or not they're going to make the playoffs. And so because of that, they're either they're probably going to rest some guys. A, okay. a win's not going to help, and a loss isn't going to hurt. So All right. The, I hadn't even considered the playoff implica, implications. Yep. Can't talk. Um, I just gave this a loss because I think it's going to be the Packers team that we saw in week one is going to be a different team than the Packers team we're going to see in week 18. Totally agree because with that one. Jordan, Love, Jordan Love's had some time in that offense learning it, learning it, and the young receivers have also gotten used to their new young quarterback. Yep. So that, yep. I gave him a loss. Also, the game's in Green Bay. Yeah, but I think I think they'll be calling for Jordan Love's head by that point. Packers fans aren't going to stand for somebody great or not to be great. So, Rich, we both end up with the same record that we think it is. We both end up with a nine and eight season. Um, I see what you did there, and I totally didn't catch it twice in a row. But um, so we checked three different sources. Uh, and their over under is right about is is right at seven and a half. Are you going with the over or the under, Rich? Um, I think I, I'm pretty confident in the in the teams the and the win loss record that I gave. To, even if I flipped, um, even if I flip the Broncos Bears or Bears Commanders games to a loss. That still gets me. That still gets me. I, I still think that they can hit. They can hit seven and a half, for sure. Even if I flipped one of those games over to a loss, so I would take the over if I were to bet a game. 
uh, to put some money on the over-under right now. Um, I agree. I think it's it's definitely an over. Um, but I need to check something. Okay. Who is the who's the sports? Oh, there it is. Okay, you're going out to the Rhythm City. You're going mm-hmm. to bet Fred. Sure. You're going out to the Rhythm City. You and the wife. The wife hands you a hundred dollar bill and says, "You get a hundred dollars to bet on anything you want." games you can go play you can go play put them in the one-armed bandits you can put them on the the tables you can go to the sports bet book put a hundred dollars down she's gonna spend a hundred dollars on whatever she wants to do maybe she wants to play the roulette or the the roulette or she wants to do the count cards or something but you get to put it on anything you want do you feel confident enough to walk over to the Bet Fred's Bet Fred Sportsbook and say, give me the Bears on the over. Yeah. I, I would. It's at seven and a half, yes. Okay. I would too. I a hundred percent would. Um So as of now for our preseason win total both Mike and I are locked in at nine and eight. Uh, going from week to week, we are will always revisit these predictions, and we will decide from week to week, making our weekly NFL predictions, um, along with a lock of the week, an upset, an upset special, and the Thursday night football game of the week. We'll give our definitive locked in for the week win or loss for the Chicago Bears. So it is always subject to change because things change in the NFL from week yep. to week. An injury could happen. Yep. Injury could happen. Jordan Love could a, turn into a superstar. Yeah. Teams could be hotter than what we are expecting them yeah. for the ones that we gave them yeah. wins for. And we're, as well. we're also only looking at the preseason and what we've seen in moves, not actually what the team is going to look like on the field. It changes everything. By the way, Bet Fred, Bet Fred has it at a one twenty-five, a negative one twenty-five. That means you have to bet one hundred and twenty-five dollars just to win one hundred dollars. Do you put the extra twenty-five to win a full one hundred? Are you that confident? I don't know. About that. That's <clears> you don't have to do that. That's the thing. You yeah. don't have to do that. You're just gonna not win a hundred dollars. You're gonna win like I think it's seventy-five. I don't remember exactly how that works, but. All right. Okay. Uh, so, Mike, uh, next week our NFL coverage, we will be looking at the division winners and wild card. Basically, who is going to make the playoffs? Yep. Now, Rich, did you have any overall final prediction for the Bears as we leave it today? And I, and then I'll finish up my actual prediction because I didn't finish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go third place in the division. Okay. Um, I think the season series, how they do against the division, is going to uh, is going to decide it. But I, I'm I'm feeling good with a nine and eight record. But I think that the Vikings are still a good team, and the Lions are kind of a trendy pick to take that next step forward. So um, I am going to predict the Bears are going to get second in the division, tied yeah. with the Lions, but sure. the tiebreaker. 
of the Bears winning both games will get them the uh, the second place moniker for the year. All right. So. Okay. Rich, let's will you uh, real quick, I'm going to say uh, NFL pick them go join. I'm going to send some emails out this week. Hopefully you join. The link is in the description. Uh, Rich, what do you want to do for the do you want to do the college realignment talk? Not well, just well, what's well, happened and what but also How are we doing on time, Mike? We are at 55. 55. I have Ooh. a couple shout outs. Let's go. You know, it's 1030. We both got church in the morning. Okay. Um, let, let's go ahead and go with the shout outs and we'll keep on. We'll, we'll keep up. We'll keep this simmering in the pot and uh, and really uh, and maybe work it in next week. OK. Um, so, so Mike, I'll let you have your shout outs first. Uh, my, these are there's no show shout outs as nobody liked, commented or any of the above on our show. But uh, personal shout-outs, yesterday was my mom and dad's wedding anniversary. 39 years of being wed. I won't say bliss. There were some hard times down there. They'll, they'll tell you. But they've made it through, and they are an amazing couple. Hopefully, I get as many, if not more, than that with my lovely bride. Oh, and my sister's birthday was Thursday. Happy birthday, Barbara. That's it. That's all my shout-outs. All right. I got to say congratulations to uh, my wife, Amy. Uh, she officially graduated with, with her uh, degree from Scott Community College in uh, technical. It's an associate's degree with uh, in uh, technical management. And she got her associates in um, applied uh, technical arts. Nice, nice. That's exciting. Okay, Rich, people want to watch the sh- or love the show, but they don't want to watch it. They want to listen to it while they drive. How should they do that? Well, Mike, you can find us. Uh, look us up wherever you find your other podcasts. Uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, uh, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Mike, if they're listening to us out on the pot in podcast land, but they want to watch the watch the video feed, where can they find it? You find it on YouTube or on Facebook. Either one. Look for Balls and Six. Rich and I playing baseball in our tuxedos. Anyway, Rich, with all that, what's it time to do? Mike, why don't you go ahead and roll that outro? I will. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa. This is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich.